Thanks, Jacob and Natalie, for joining me. I really appreciate the chance to finally do an anime podcast with two of my best friends in the whole wide world. No problem, man. I've been wanting to do something like this for a while now. Yeah, me too. But Isaac, are you really over Casey yet? Casey? More like Lacey. What does that mean? You know, like, Lacey sounds like lazy and, and Casey rhymes with Lacey. Anyway, I'm totally finished with that guy. And I can assure you, we will never be making podcast stuff again. Ever. Okay, well, we just need to wait a second before we start the episode. Gotta let the AC turn off. Oh yeah, totally. You know, Casey and I actually used to turn off the AC to record like all the time. It's already so much better with you guys. Like, you guys are, like, so much better than him at, like, everything. Mind Over Anime is going to be way better than Mind Over Movies ever was. Did we settle on that title? Hey, guys, I'm ready for our first episode of Mind Over Gaming, which, by the way, is going to be so much better than that dumb old Mind Over Movie show I used to do with that chump Isaac. More like Good Bicyc, am I right? Um, what is he doing here? He, you, this guy needs to take a shower stat. Guys, 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 stop fighting. We told both of you that we would do a podcast without the other, so you would both come here. This is a very serious podcast intervention. You guys lied to me? What the hell? I had merch for Mind Over Gaming lined up ready to go. Don't you guys see? We brought you together so you don't need to make a new podcast. You already have one! It's one of the best, uh, local podcasts? Yeah, come on guys. Your bond over film is important to all five people who listen to your show. You have a good thing going. Do you guys think our podcast is good? We do. It's like... Pretty okay, at the very least. Well, Isaac, we have a small scrap of external validation. What do you say we get this show back on the road, bud? Nothing would make me happier. I literally have no way to rant about movies uninterrupted for an hour straight without you. Me neither, bud. Alright, we'll leave while you guys get into it. No way! No. You aren't going anywhere. Yeah, you guys are part of a bigger channel. Yeah. We're holding you hostage for now, for at least an hour! No! no! back to to mind over movies yeah. uh, i'm isaac i'm casey um and we have two other people with us why don't you just say your darn names no already? no uh, <laughs> I, I like being mysterious never mind it's over no. they're, dif they're difficult guests i tell you we book these podcast guests <laughs> they always do this <laughs> they always never tell us their names <laughs> They always gotta be guest one and guest two. <laughs> they never have names. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the big 3-0 with thing number one and thing number two. Yeah. 
Great, great to be here. Oh my god, yes, it's great to be here. I'm Jacob. (laughs) Broke character. And I'm Natalie. Oh, was I supposed to still be in character? You know what? It's fine. Yeah, we didn't have (laughs) something I (laughs) pride my I'm sorry. He's going going for it. (laughs) Something I pride myself about. Find over movies on. Is that we never ever do like MTV drama. (laughs) It's all real. No producers. No scripts. Just raw, raw. That's what we're all about, baby. Raw dogging. Raw dogging. <laughs> you guys ever just raw dog conversation? <laughs> That's like podcasts in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus, I'm actually crying. We haven't even made oh. a minute in, guys. Oh, We've already lost everything. We've already lost it. The structure is gone. <laughs> oh, God. Wait. Let's... Speaking... <laughs> No, you gotta stop laughing. <laughs> I'm trying real hard. Okay. Um, okay. We're gonna talk to you about stuff. Like, specifically, at this point, I usually force myself on Casey and I say, what kind of movies did you watch? What did you watch? Did you guys watch anything this week? We watched Coco last night. Coco? Oh, yes. God, that makes me go. cry. And I cried for 15 time. minutes straight, and then I, I, I texted all of my grandparents at 2 a.m. Oh. because I missed them, and I was like, oh, my God, this sweet. movie makes me sad. Yeah. I don't talk to my grandparents now. <laughs> I, I think Coco is like the only modern Pixar movie that I really give it to about. Like truly, I think the rest are pretty average. Or, mm-hmm. or like, I definitely think when we hit the 2010s, like that post Toy Story three period, yeah. we've had pretty subpar Pixar movies. You know, definitely. Yes. Um, yeah. But Coco is good in Soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think really just with recently most animated movies are 3d yeah so like you kind of we don't have any more 2d movies except for anime movies which like i don't know i don't know how i feel about it well i mean even studio ghibli is 3d now they yeah. they put out the, the the new movie i can't even remember it no, no one liked it apparently yeah, so i mean yeah i mean it kind of just looked like any generic 3d movie from what i've seen and yeah. not it's not entirely enticing coming from studio ghibli or no. Ghibli, however you want to pronounce it. Right. I've I'm a Ghibli guy myself. Well, and that's not in the style of, of Ghibli, you know? Yeah. It's not the, the 2D, a... like... I mean, it's in the style, but, like, you know. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's not, not adequate enough for, for us. Well, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> that's a way to put it. I, I, I do like me some hand-drawn stuff yeah. over that computer animation. Like Kintai. No. <laughs> <laughs> we had to let's, take it there. It's we, art. We, we, we have brought Isaac to the forefront now, what? exposing his porn habits. No. <laughs> what What about you, Casey? Did um, you see anything this week? Uh, not really. I started watching Luca, the new. Pixar's oh, newest. the new Pixar yeah. movie. I haven't heard great things about it. It's just either. weird. I mean, one review. Start like the name. I think the New York Times review started with "Call it Calamari by Your Name." Yeah, that's that. good. Yeah, um, and there was one. There was one review on Letterboxd that was like, "My God, these fish is gay." Good for <laughs> them. Good for but them. I, I didn't finish it. I, I don't want to 
have any thoughts on it before I finish it, but um, it, I mean, it, it's okay. It's it's cute enough. It's definitely not. It's in a different style than Pixar's what I normally see from Pixar, and mm. I definitely a smaller team was working on this. Uh, also, there's 20 minutes of credits by the mm. way. It's, the movie says it's an hour and like 42 minutes, and then I there's I somehow figured out I was like scrolling through, and I was like, whoa. 20 minutes of credits that's wow. weird my god it's mm. weird but that's that's all i saw this week because uh i haven't had time i've been busy but since the last time we yeah. recorded so mm-hmm. I, so i've i've heard that with luca uh, disney is continuing its tradition of like it's not having gay characters like be in their movies like I, I i really thought this one was going in that direction and i'm surprised to hear that you know no no openly gay stuff is happening it's more like a metaphor if yeah. there's anything there um mm. Also, just the most minor of spoilers uh, for Loki this week. Loki's bisexual, which is a cool element to bring to the show. But the way that Disney does it is definitely in a, like, we can show this in China kind of way. Because he's just Mm -hmm. like, ah, yes, I would date a dude. And then, like, it does not come up ever again. And he (laughs) flirts with a woman the Mm -hmm. whole time. Like, let's just pretend, like, our show isn't, like, super heteronormative and then... Just have like that one gay moment there, and then leave it. Like, yeah. You know, surprising enough, the best represent- representation I've seen of like, you know, LGBTQ plus is in anime. Yeah. So like with Yuri on Ice and like Carol and Tuesday, oh. and, like amazing. Yes. Yeah, which is surprising because Japan is usually stricter on those things. Like I remember playing like, this is a bad example, but I remember like playing Persona Five and being surprised that one of its main characters was not like a romance option. Like, mm. yeah. you can't you can't get with him, even though he clearly you know swings that way. And it's just like, hi, I can't believe we're still being prudes about like LGBTQ. You know, like it's yeah. it's pretty standard now. Yeah. I mean, like at least being gay is. I feel <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and it's. <sighs> It's it's awful just because it's it's used to appeal to a wider audience here, mm-hmm. but it's in such a minor way that they can easily cut it. So you might as well not have it. In no, yeah, that's Disney in a nutshell. In anything, that's <clears throat> because all their money gets made over in China. Yes, we are just pleasing China people. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be super boring with my with my films I watch. I have a free trial to Criterion Channel right now, so I've been taking full advantage of that. I watched. <laughs> I know I just said everything I was going to talk about was boring, but I watched a dope French movie called Le Samurai. Guess what that mm, translates to? The Samurai. No, the shampoo. No, uh, the Samurai. <laughs> the sh- it sounds French, honestly. It does sound very it's French. It's awesome. It's like this French guy is a hitman and he gets sent to like kill this nightclub owner and like the corrupt police commissioner is like on his trail and he just like he he's so badass it's amazing (laughs) and it's like very clearly influenced like a lot of modern movies we've seen like this is a french movie from 1967 but you're you feel its influence in like jim jarmusch like uh ghost dog way of the samurai like and stuff like that leon the professional like this was the first movie to have like a badass like that at the center you know a tragic figure almost um that was a great movie and i also watched um my dinner with andre which uh have you heard of my dinner Uh, yeah i know about it. yeah dan Harmon has kind of a thing for it because he has a whole episode of community that riffs on my dinner with andre and then the new Rick and Morty episode so, that yeah, came out was like my yeah. more 
Rick, my Rick uh, more Andre. dinner Andre, <laughs> Rick. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but um, that was really good too. Just definitely a movie where it feels like a play. You know, two people sitting across from each other and having an hour and thirty minute long conversation about life and like philosophy mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's so good. Like something that I can't stress enough about that movie is it feels like they stole someone's real conversation like this has to be the way people talk like the way they talk in that movie and it was it was amazing to watch that was that was really great i feel like i watched something else too i'm not remembering Um, i gotta go while you're thinking of that i actually did watch another movie this week and i would like to bring it up simply because it was a big movie in my childhood um i rewatched brother bear oh yeah uh, actually literally today fuck um it was (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. I loved it as a kid. Like it was yeah. one of my. It was a big movie for me when I was a kid. But now it's like, it has it has a really good like, uh, summary story. If that makes any sense. Like if you read the summary, it's like, oh, that sounds really badass. And for the most part, it is like the generic plot. But the things in between, like the actual beats, mm-hmm. like the filler, almost is what yeah. I could call it, is really generic. Um, especially just anything with Coda is almost cringeworthy but yeah. the movie itself as in visually is gorgeous mm-hmm. like oh, it's yeah. definitely uh disney animation 2d animation mm-hmm. on top of its game yeah um it's very visually stunning it's just a lot of the a lot of the middle bits in the movie i did not vibe with mm. but yeah it's, i do remember it being kind of like slow and dragging because isn't that that <clears throat> that one scene where they're um riding on the moot like the moose yeah, uh, yeah. mooses and they're singing and it's just a whole stupid fucking bit about I Spy with I or something like that. Was that not yeah, in the movie? That was in, yeah, yeah, that was in the movie. Okay, and, drag me if you need to, but the Phil Collins soundtrack is just, he didn't bring his A-game. Like, this was no Tarzan mm. soundtrack for Brother Bear. Uh, I, I don't like. know if I could comment explicitly on that as far as it being the no Tarzan <laughs> soundtrack. I haven't seen Tarzan in a while. Whoa! Tarzan been, soundtrack. Okay, you gotta revisit the soundtrack. I gotta revisit Tarzan, definitely. <laughs> Um, but Cover. from, uh, from a brother bear standpoint, it's still very, very good. Yeah. Um, but as far as like comparing the two, I definitely cannot comment on that. Yeah. So, um, definitely a movie that I remember fondly from my childhood. One that I enjoyed rewatching, but am kind of just a little sad that there were some pieces in there. I don't like really enjoy anymore. Right. <clears throat> well, I did finish a movie this week. What'd you finish? I finished Casino. Hey. Juan Scorsese's. Yeah, the three-hour long, long fucking boy. gambling epic, man. Mm. I mean, if you've seen Goodfellas, you know. <laughs> Goodfellas is better than Casino, I think. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's Scorsese. It's pretty good. The peak 90s. Yeah. Scorsese. A lot of, a lot of whacking. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of whacking people. Oh, yeah. Um, that that part with the hammer yeah. I'm thinking of right now. Oh, the, the hand and he's like oh. he's like you either get the I don't know, there's a great scene like towards in the first hour of the movie. <laughs> Were you about to say you either get the hammer or the hand? <laughs> no. He was like he was I like, want the hand, please. He was like you either take uh you he said you either take uh your money that your your wins that you have right now but lose a hand. Or you, like, give us all your money and leave here or something like that. It was really oh, man. I want a section for, like, almost quotes on our show. <laughs> like, what we think the quote is. You either Get live that. long enough to, to die a hero <laughs> or you... Or you die a bad guy. 
Wait, that's not right. Wait a minute, that was an exact quote from the movie. Jim Gordon, I think. <laughs> the special edition refilmed it with Isaac's dialogue. Take yeah. over. <laughs> director's cut. The director's cut. He urged this podcast and went, This is absolutely amazing. Pure oh, art. Lord. I have to get this guy it. and dub over the scene. Master Wang. Uh I saw a guy with a tangerine. <laughs> anyway, so, some people, some people just want to watch the world burn. Burn. <laughs> you, you don't seem very positive. On that. Michael Caine. <laughs> That's a pretty spot-on impression. Yeah. Right now. It's really, Come it's good. This is my favorite one to whip out because this is not a quote from the movie, but from Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> Random choice? No, Michael Caine's the star. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Thank you for showing me the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> and Tiny Tim. <laughs> you fucking you fucking started a cold open or something like that on one of the episodes one time. And I had no fucking idea what you were quoting. <laughs> it's like he's lost it. He's he's, he's gone. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we lost Isaac. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> ah, we have topics today, don't you we? You scare me. Sorry. Yes, we do. Sorry. But the first topic being, <clears throat> you guys are like content creators now, which is crazy because, I mean, before in my life, you were just like my friends who like didn't make YouTube videos, but now <laughs> you do. <laughs> and that's just nuts. Like... I think you're you're working on your second episode of your show, Couples mm-hmm. React, right now. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, well, it might come out around the time that this episode releases. Oh, so yeah, know. with the um, with the uh, unforeseeable delay, I say that in quotes because there's a long story behind all that. But the delay of Brown Table Week, yeah, um, it will probably come out around the same time this episode does. So this is a mm. good way to promote both. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yes, episode two, um, hopefully sometime next week, mm. we'll see how um, things work out with... We watched Shrek 2. <laughs> yeah. The yes. masterpiece, the can't, legend. Can't wait to see that. The best track, if best you will. Track. Best sequel. Yes. Mm-hmm. God, I, I remember going into this movie being like, I really feel like this might just be a lot of childhood nostalgia for me. So I, I, I feel like that might be what everyone's thinking about. But as soon as I we dove into it, I was like, oh. This this is really really good. And a lot of the jokes I like, forgot about, like because I didn't get it as a child, and I was no. like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> yes. It's and it's not in an ironically good sense either. It's actually really yeah. well done. It's crazy, and it's it completely blindsided me yeah. specifically. You know what they say about Track Two? Philosophers they say it's you know it's not just a pool, it's a river. <laughs> I need you to you fucking stop. <laughs> Philosophers. I'm a therapy major. <laughs> therapy major. Psychology. Psychology. It's not a real field. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't believe apparently. it. Apparently, it's it's a pseudoscience. No, <laughs> don't quote this. That's Yo, not it's, what I believe. It's like, it's that. It's what is this? It's a John Mulaney quote, I think. It's like um, we're gonna get another hold up in quote. court. <laughs> 
Triple evidence. <laughs> well, how... Um, yeah, yeah. How is yeah. The, that process going, though, by the way? Just yeah. Like, being content creators. Definitely different from what we were expecting it to be. It's a lot more time sitting in your front of your computer editing than it is yeah. actually filming the video. I, I feel that. It's 100%. like half a day of filming, like, with setup and watching the movie and then, like, break down. Yeah, mm-hmm. about half the day. But, like... With editing, it's it's a lot harder, a lot longer. I'm not the one doing it. Um. Yeah. In, in case you're wondering who to blame for the weird editing mistakes in Couple Reacts episode one and two coming soon, it's me. It's my fault. Um, a majority of that is editing down literally over three hours of footage into a 10 to 20 minute video. Yeah, that's, um, that's hard, especially because Shrek 2 has a bunch of, um, well, it's just like, you know, a bunch of great parts, and you want to include like every good scene and stuff, but it's hard to uh, shave it down to the time that you want it. Absolutely, um, a majority of my time <laughs> editing episode two was literally just deciding what to cut. Yeah, there was so much usable footage. I had about over an hour of usable footage in a three-hour-long film session. Yeah, of us talking. And us either being funny or making a good point. <laughs> yeah. So nice. I'm I'm very pleased with how the video turned out, with how episode tur- turned out, which I hope you all enjoy it. Um, but I definitely had to cut a lot of content out of it to get it to its 20 minute runtime. Right. Dang. Well, mm-hmm. I still can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Because the... I enjoyed the first one. A the lot. first one was you. great. I, I, I think you guys have something good, which um, I do want to ask about this. You know, what kind of factored into your decision to make, like, a reactionary content kind of thing? Because, like, you know, it, it is a pretty uh, used genre, you know. Sexual like, there's a lot of reactionary yeah. videos. I mean, and we do a others. film podcast, so, I mean, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of our reasonings was, like, one of the only things to do in Arkansas, like, especially where we grew up, was... Uh, go to the movies Mm -hmm. and so like Mm -hmm. we would spend hours after a movie like in the car just talking about it and so that was part of it that was what we started out as yeah um that was what we started out as because after a while and we decided to want to try something with youtube and you know see what kind of series we could do as a couple um one of the first things that came to my mind was just our conversations in the car like driving home from the theater because I remember us literally diving in depth to a lot of what made the movie good and what made it not so good. And I, it's, there's a lot of fond memories with that. And after we came to that conclusion that, hey, this seems to be something that we could do creatively as a couple and, you know, get just our, you know, creative juices flowing and try to get something onto uh, YouTube. Um, but... It kind of started changing after a while um, because it went from we can be talking about movies to how do we make this more interesting and and funny funny and that kind of led to more of a reactionary style change. Well, and Mauricio helped us come to that point as well, I think, Mm because he was the one we were wanting to do YouTube at the first place and we, you know, had made our own account and like we're promoting it and Mm -hmm. uh, he was like, hey. Uh, do you want to host a show on our, on my channel? And we're like, heck yes. 
We don't have to start from the ground? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, completely uh, <laughs> blindsided us, too. We were not expecting anything close to that. If anything, we were just going to hope for, hey, this is how you can improve this video or whatever. Yeah. And it turned into a completely different opportunity. Right. Which is awesome. Um, yeah. Yes. I'm definitely. Excited. Um, very incredibly lucky and very, very thankful Thankful for where we're at. Yeah. No, th- it's, it's a great channel to be dropping on. I mean, like, that's I think that's like a content creator dream right there is mm. like to to immediately be giving videos to like a subscriber base of like two hundred thousand people like that's incredible because yeah. yeah. I, I think one of the worst things about making art in general is like if you don't have connections you like you're Exposure. just word of mouth mm-hmm. is just like a hard thing to do these days and mm-hmm. like on the internet it's nice to just tap into. <laughs> like a base you know you have a chance before you you fail before you start you know yeah, oh, yeah. yeah absolutely well it's like each fish it, like what <laughs> each fish, each, fish. Uh, each, fish. <laughs> each like content creator is like a fish in an ocean full of like people that's what i was it's trying to say it's a metaphor that's what i was trying to say it's a but like metaphor. it's like some some fish are bigger and easier to find you know yeah mm-hmm. well also just how the internet is these days everything's vying for your attention Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it's it's what are people gonna what are people gonna choose? Are they gonna yeah. choose this uh, rag riggedy raggedy daggedy uh, startup YouTube channel over you know something that already has like several million views? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna. But it's um, it's like a it's a process to find your niche, really. Because right. like yeah. there's like there's fucking I don't know if you know this, but this is how far this is how deep and this is how expansive you know like groups go niches go there's a whole fan base slash like channel base on youtube of people that are into the briar buyer uh migs briars sorry myers Myers briggs myers briggs (laughs) personality test and they'll do buyers migs sorry (laughs) they'll do (laughs) another almost quote (laughs) yeah really they'll do entire skits and like tiktoks and stuff about the different personality types it's like zodiac signs you know it's like oh you you know gemini's do this and you're sagittarius it's like INPJs or INTJs do this. It's like that was a whole thing, and it's got you like millions got of, of it, people. Right. It's like the third letter. It's F or yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like you know, there's everybody's into something. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, like feet porn. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my yes. God, everyone is definitely into something. Like, <laughs> Welcome like to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my God. Quentin but, Tarantino, hi. Holla yeah. back, girl. Oh, shit. Whew, man, I am i don't know about y'all, but I'm starting to get dry mouth. Yeah. Like, really bad. Yeah, talking talking for a long period of time will do that. Which, here's mm-hmm. another question, or another statement to drive your talking stuff, to dry your mouth out. Um, I was going to say something I really like about reactionary content, or, or at least your form of reactionary content is... When people react to stuff these days or they're like watching through a movie, a lot of it feels like scripted jokes, you know, not something that's genuine and on the right. spot. It's just like something someone wrote down and is now filming and producing. But like what struck me about your Shrek video is like it looks like you guys are watching the movie and you're just like pointing out like fun discoveries that you're mm. getting this watching. And yeah. it, it feels very intimate that it doesn't feel like, oh, you've watched this like three times in preparation to mm-hmm. make this video. Yeah. That's literally like, how we do it, though, is like we pick a movie we haven't seen in a really long time and then we just put it up on the TV and we 
like have the camera rolling the entire time. And when we find something that we have something to say about, uh, we pause it and then just say it to the camera. Yeah. It's definitely 100% genuine reactions. Like there is never a, a point in any of those videos where we like go stop and be like, Oh, we're going to redo a bit. And because that wasn't funny enough, it's 100% we watch a movie to a point and then once we want to talk about it or say a comment or joke, we immediately pause and then after we say that, we get back into it. I was going to ask though, um, is there any like other um, like type of content y'all are like looking to make like soon? Like, uh, are you like going to branch out? Like, what other ideas do you have or can you even talk about it? Like... Well, um, there's a couple things that we definitely can't talk about, but, um, there's, um, a couple of projects that we are wanting to do in the mix. It's going to be interesting to try to find time for, uh, couple reacts, job, right. social life, and try to do side content on the side. That's yeah. just what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been wanting to do some like short film ideas, maybe try something a little bit more expansive alongside well, I mean, that. Uh... And... <laughs> You have a whole trilogy in mind. <laughs> yeah, I do have a whole trilogy in uh, mind. I like that'll ever happen. <laughs> um, I never say never. Yeah. Never say never. Yes. Never say never. never. Copyright. Cop- yeah, stop. <laughs> stop! <laughs> <laughs> Pay with your blood. <laughs> um, but um, one thing we do want to start doing very soon, we'll have to look into it a little bit more, but... Uh, we've been wanting to start a podcast for a while, and we already have the name for it, too. Gotcha. Um, which um, we're hoping to start, and it's mostly just going to be Nat and I talking to a microphone like pretentious assholes. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> all we do. Yeah. <laughs> that's all this is. I'm a special kind of but, we'll be, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we'll be talking about movies, TV shows, uh, video games, definitely anime, because mm. Natalie and I are both weebs. And <laughs> I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> I couldn't help it. And she's so good at making weave noises. noises. <laughs> weave noises. Yeah, you would know. Yes, oh. I would. No. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. Yeah. Reel really, no. really back in. Reel back in. This isn't art anymore. <laughs> um. But yeah. It's the podcast is mostly going to be a easy outlet for Nat and I to like catalog stuff and our weird stuff that happens throughout our weekly lives. Yeah, and we'll we'll have to see how that goes. But stay tuned for more on the Coldcast. Yeah. Coldcast. Oh, that's the name. Cold yes. Cast. Coldcast. Can Are I write gonna... the theme song right now? Of course. Oh yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Coldcast. It is the Coldcast. Oh, okay. But Jacob and Natalie, they're married. They were not once. That's their personality. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they have a podcast. Our adult personality. That's just their marriage. marriage. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the only interesting thing about us. Yes, yeah, so I was hanging out with my married friends last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. We're married. <laughs> yes. And let's we, talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about it. And watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would be interested to hear like y'all's um, when it when it does the the podcast because mm-hmm. I like listen the only podcast I ever listened to besides 
mine and Isaac's because I have to. Yeah, um, you do edit these things. I do edit these things. But um, the only other podcast I listen to is the Super Mega Cast. I and, love that yes. one. Yeah, and the thing I love about that so much is it's literally just two dudes talking about just shit. shit. Like, they're just, there's no form to it whatsoever. No. They sit down and they ask about each other's days and then they just will, like, fucking take off into rabbit holes right. and it's just mm-hmm. you know it's funny because it's so natural and because yeah. you know you don't go in there with a topic um yeah it's a, it's 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 a lot different um yeah. than other podcasts and i like it for that so yeah i just really like their content in general oh yeah because it's just out. it's so not yeah like what you said it, mm-hmm. it goes so easy yeah Yes, and that's why they're a clear inspiration for us to want to do something similar with their super mega cast. Right? Yeah. Um, no, I because don't... we enjoyed that form of podcasting a lot, mm-hmm. and we wanted to do it just because we have some interesting things to talk about, and yeah, we have, for sure. and you know, we make goofy remarks that some people may or may not care about. <laughs> well, hey, sounds fun. Oh man, I'm excited to jive into. I'm excited it. to listen, and uh, definitely we'll have to do another crossover with y'all. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. We love crossover events. Yes, you can just. I mean, we then we'll the, just label this one a crossover. Event. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And then the cold open can be that we're getting divorced. <laughs> oh, there we go. We can even film the pilot right now of the cold cast <laughs> and it'd be a crossover episode with you. Oh my god, <laughs> what is this? A Put crossover episode? Oh, this is uh, one big juicy crossover episode <laughs> what are, I, I guess before we get into our, our big topic i kind of want to know what your favorite podcasts are now like like what's one that you really mm. like Ooh. and you listen to can can i give two yeah sure give two okay because i have a i have a couple of i have a lot of favorite podcasts um that i've listened to while working at walmart gotcha. um yeah you've got to say two because you've got to get ours out of the way and then yeah you gotta have <laughs> <laughs> actually if i had to pick y'all's would definitely be my second favorite but i don't wasn't worry, gonna don't count worry. this yeah, don't count. because i felt like counting your podcast would have been cheeky i would have yeah no i would have i would have hated if you did that but but in all honesty i, I did <laughs> you would have been flattered um yeah, I definitely enjoy y'all's podcast a lot, and it's definitely one of my favorites, especially because I know both of y'all. Right. And it's when y'all started it while I was still working at a certain retailer, um, it was just such a good outlet to think about films I haven't and have seen from the perspective of right. two people I know very well. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to do two favorites because I really love audio drama podcasts as well Mm -hmm. so that's why i didn't want to just be like here's a podcast with people talking about things in real life yeah and totally skip out on the uh scripted ones scripted ones yes um so i'm gonna give my scripted one first because this is a podcast that i got really really sucked into uh limetown Mm. is a very very good audio drama i hope there's a season three in the mix um, but yeah, if you need some podcast audio drama material, Limetown is the, is a really solid one. Dope. Um, and my favorite just <clears throat> generic, like talking podcast is, um, which I do really love super mega, mm-hmm. but I also really love bananas, which, uh, if you haven't listened to bananas, it's a news podcast of 
like you would not believe the shit that happened news stories okay, gotcha. um, like you would he, like it, they could be enti- like super funny super crazy or just so bizarre that it's a miracle that it's in a one sentence right printed on paper um wow. <laughs> so nice. those are two okay, solid podcasts if you're into different things whether right. you want an audio drama or a slice oh, of listen life to one. bananas now that's mm. dope yes podcast. I, I definitely recommend it. They're professional uh, comedians and writers too. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. I don't I don't remember their names off the top of my head. That's why I so I feel really bad. But they've done a lot mm. of stuff you've seen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Casey? My, yeah, mine's super mega cast, man. That's all mega. I listen to. I mm. tried. I, I also occasionally listen to the Karst cast, uh, mm. Carson Runquist from YouTube. Um, yeah. His 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 podcast is good. I just I don't know. I just don't listen to it as much. But yeah. I mainly listen to Super Mega like all the time. Yeah. So that's mine. That's a really easy one to get sucked uh, into. Oh, yeah. oh my god! It's oh my god! They're fucking hilarious. Yes. Like yes. if y'all haven't listened to Super Megacast, please do yourself a favor. It's that so shit good. is funny as fuck. Yeah. Yes. And there's a lot of episodes. <laughs> there's <tonight>. so <laughs> many. They're up yeah. to like two sixty now. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Dude, working in a grocery store, I feel like you listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. really yeah. it's really hard to pick between a few, but um, I have to say the best one of all time is S Town. It's a really great, um, like, it starts out where he's, like, going to this town to investigate, like, a a, a murder that happened, and then after that, like, after, like, two episodes in, it turns into something else. It's, like, one of the most, like, beautiful deconstructions of a person, like, I've ever seen. I think, like, kind of, like, Dear Zachary a little bit. Um, It's amazing. It's it's really wonderful, and it's it's real. It's, like, Mm -hmm. a a thing... like an interviewer captured this story this person and it's it's really intimate like i i just can't believe that this got made you know and it's clearly the the labor of a few years of love that's my favorite podcast ever Mm. but then a close second and this is a funnier one it's called heavyweight and this is another investigative like journalist he used to work for this american life Mm. on npr but he finds these people with incredible stories like one episode is about this movie called russian ark and it's like a whole 90 minute movie that's done in one shot. And there's no mistakes except for one. It's a musician who looks directly into the camera in a shot. And so what the host of this podcast does is he tracks that guy down to, to question him about him fucking up that movie. <laughs> oh and then God. not only that, then he finds the director to ask about how do you feel that your 90 minute masterpiece got fucked up by this guy? And this is... Every episode is he goes to great lengths to talk to people about silly, crazy shit like that. And I love it. It's I think that's my second favorite podcast. They're very close. Okay, yeah, you definitely got me to want to listen to that. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to get you guys hooked on good shit. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So I have a few, uh, but like two of them are the same person. So Ashley Flowers, she does this thing, uh, like two different podcasts. One is a crime po- podcast. It's called Crime Junkie. Yes. Um, Donna listens to that all yes, the time. I love it. It's so yeah. good. It's so like, it brings to light a lot of like stories that you don't know about mm-hmm. that still aren't solved. And they so, narrate like, it really good right, too. Right, yes. right, right, right. And then the second podcast, same, same from, from Ashley Flowers. It's Supernatural. And mm-hmm. so it's about aliens, mm-hmm. ghosts, uh, actual stories about these things that are just like wacko bizarre. Um, but then the third one is Hello Stranger. And it's basically a girl who goes sits, he, she goes and sits in a park in New York City, I think, and just interviews people off the street. 
and they're That's really good. And it's like, you know, people from all walks of life, like I have cancer. Oh, um, you know, I, uh, I'm an artist, you mm-hmm. know, all kinds of crazy shit. And it's so interesting. Cause it's like, you don't know who these people are. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That's insane. I always like things like that, like interviewing mm-hmm. random people. Yeah. Just because to get different perspectives on people and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Really cool. I'll check mm-hmm. that one out. Hello, stranger. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to listen to that one. Interview Definitely. podcasts are the best kind. I mean, mm-hmm. we're doing, we're kind of getting to do that with you guys right now. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. shit that gets like really personal. That's, right. that's mm-hmm. the best. I don't know. Like, do you, you guys ever listen to Mark Maron? He, he interviews pretty much only celebrities now but he does a crazy amount of research on them you know mm. like before they come on and so he's always got like really involved questions like he got brad pitt to like talk about like smoking weed before going to like the fight club premiere like you know that oh. is the level of God. chill oh that reminds me of nardwar yeah nardwar is great y'all know too. nardwar mm-hmm. he's no, this don't. crazy ass he's like in a character Mm-hmm. Um, he's been around since like the 80s which is crazy because yeah he, his content seems like it's made for the internet like he used to, to do it with like yeah. a camera wow. back in the day and interview people yeah um, and it's fucking he knows things about these artists that only the artists and his friends would know yeah and it's so it's like how does he fucking know that and he'd be mm-hmm. like he'd come and it's like i have a gift for you and then give him a gift and they're like Bro, how in the hell did you know about this? And it'd be like some like super, super low key EP, EP that the artist made like fucking 20 years ago huh. that okay. was not Gosh. being sold in stores and he would find it. It's crazy stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Nardwar's, Nardwar's awesome. That sounds insane and very, very entertaining. Yeah. it's You should look him up on YouTube. Yeah. Just any interview is great. He can also really piss people off. Like, he's gotten mm-hmm. into fights with the band Sonic Youth a couple of times. Like, there's a video of them, like, jumping at him pretty oh much. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. But uh, He's yeah. funny, though. He never breaks character, too. I've never seen him out of character. Right. Maybe that. I'm starting to think it is his character. He's just that wacky. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe. All the time. But but if, if it is a character, then he's much better at acting than me. Oh God, yeah, I've been doing it for 20, 30 years. Wait, I just realized what you said. Much better actor than you. Fuck you. No, quit being mean to yourself. <laughs> Casey, Casey with the self love win. <laughs> anyway, speaking of love and other large topics like that, Jacob, you actually suggested the topic for oh, today's yeah. episode with you guys. Well, what about that segue though? Isn't that great? That was a great segue. I, like, totally I love I love a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, one thing that Natalie and I are really, really very passionate about is animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love animated movies, all shapes and sizes. All tentacles. 2D. Yeah, 2D, 3D, oh, yeah. anime, North American, yeah. France, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we wanted to talk with you guys about mm-hmm. our personal favorite animated movies. Nah, I'm good. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh no. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> All right. See we, you later. But it was great to have else. the cold cast on, but we just didn't want to talk to them. We decided this was enough. They didn't want to give us their names at the start of the episode. <laughs> it ended pretty bad. <laughs> I well, changed my mind about that real quick. Did I, I? I would love oh to. Um, <clears throat> I would love to talk about some animated movies and also about. Oh my god, my throat is parched. <laughs> Me too. And Shall I, we take are a we water about break? to take a break? Should we uh, hit a posy wazzy <gasps> on this? I think we might I, be hitting love, a posy wazzy. I love doing this because I can find copyright free like jazz music to play and shit. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> cue it up. <laughs>
Jacob. Your, your favorite. Guys, what the fuck? Your favorite animated movies lie in the balance. Tell us. All right. Do we need to set up what uh, the rules of this um whole this whole topics about? Nah, man. Just, yeah, just throw. Just okay. throw some We're stuff just about animated shit. So we're doing top three. Your favorite. We're, yeah, we're yeah, top, we're top three. three favorites and of all time. We can we can throw in some honorable mentions in there, correct? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well. What? No, it's not a secret. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, this fucking goblin in the corner of the room is talking at me. I'm one of your most loyal fans. <laughs> Fuck you not guys. You. <laughs> I was saying champions. <laughs> we told you you could be in here. <laughs> Quiet. I'm sorry. There is no. This is. You probably don't know what's going on right now. So sorry. (laughs) Um, It's suffice to say. (laughs) There's some some MTV drama going on. I hate this so much. Okay. (laughs) Sam, if you're listening. MTV drama. <laughs> Sam, it's your next great meme. Find the format. You got it. All structure oh has been broken in this entire episode. That's okay. Don't worry, the goblin's not going to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his place. by the way. Oh, nice. So the it was a body, like I had originally said. Mm-hmm. Okay. TV drama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two rules about mind over movies. <laughs> Don't bring that MTV drama. <laughs> Don't talk if you're a goblin. <laughs> So what, what, what you got for us? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm collecting myself. I'm ready. You're good. All right. So, uh, actually, before we get into my first pick, oh I do have God. an honorable mention I want to bring. Whoa, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, go I ahead. I don't think Let's this do is it. on either or any of your lists, because I'm not entirely sure which of you have seen this movie, mm-hmm. but an animated movie that I got the opportunity to see in college that I really, really loved purely because just the wonder of it all is Loving Vincent. Mm. Oh, Loving yeah. Vincent is, if you haven't heard of it, it's an animated movie about uh, Vincent Van Gogh's life and specifically his death. It's in the- all animated in his art style. Yeah. And it's Woo! stunning. Good. Every single frame is a fucking painting and it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, definitely highly rate watching that movie if you're at all interested in animation or art or just Vincent Van Gogh. Okay. Um, yeah, I've heard of it. I've seen clips from it. I just haven't watched the whole thing. I've mm-hmm. heard it's good, though. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely need to see it again. I haven't seen it uh, recently, so honorable mention. Um, but for my first pick, I'm going to have to give it to your name. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get the anime movie that I had on my list off uh, right off the bat. 
Um, Isaac's a great name, but let's get into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, your name is a anime movie about the this uh, boy and girl. But it's kind of like a Freaky Friday situation where they're body swapping. I gotcha. And um, it's like one half romantic comedy and second half insane like high action drama yes depressing um climax that i don't want to give away or spoil what it's about to you um so yes i if if you want to get into anime movies my highest recommendation besides anything studio ghibli or ghibli because duh there are some high value classics in there is your name. Your name is definitely one that I would recommend you start with if you want to get out of the Studio Ghibli life or just if you want a good animated movie. Yeah. It's beautiful, stunning, and I love it so much. I will say as a non-anime watcher um, or just getting into anime, perhaps, I think Studio Ghibli is the jumping off point for basically anybody. Yeah. Right. I think or I think it should be, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I think um, it's definitely the the shallow the shallows that you can just dip your toe into and mm. then you'll but find it's yourself so good. It's so good. No, yeah. Yes. You'll find yourself wanting to just dive in. So, um, yeah, definitely any Studio Ghibli films I would recommend um, mm-hmm. would be a starting off point for uh, if you're trying to get into anime. Oh, absolutely. Um, Even though I don't watch anime. Just saying, I, that's my yeah. starting off point. Oh, absolutely. I don't watch... I'm not a weeb. That's my starting point. <laughs> I don't... I don't mess with those into one, idiots. <laughs> I'm just saying, I tried watching several other things before, and then that didn't do it for me until I watched Studio Ghibli. Got you. Well, that's all I was trying to say. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Studio Ghibli has some really fucking good movies to yeah. jump into. Like... Definitely some solid contenders for anybody's top three or top ten. Mm. Right. Um, Spoilers. But, yes. All right, Casey. What do you got for us? It's your turn now. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you think um, we were doing? Um, <laughs> I'm a normie. Um, so Animated. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, start off my list with, uh, speaking of Ghibli, I'll just go ahead and throw Spirited Away out there. Hey. Yes. Um, yeah. Shoot me, you know, tie me down with bricks, drop me in a lake. Um, I God, didn't expect that to. Tar. <laughs> Poor Casey. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Well, I didn't expect to like Spirited Away. Um, I didn't expect to be able to get into like the anime, into that art style of animation, um, because I've tried a couple things before and it just wasn't doing it for me. And then I. Um, Finally, I was like, you know what, Spirited Away. I've heard so much about it. I'm either uh, this is this is how I'll be able to tell if I'll if I can even get into anime with mm-hmm. Spirited Away. Because right. if I watch it and people have hyped it up for me too much and it just let down for me, then I'm like, okay, anime is probably not for me. But if I hear hear all this hype and I watch it and it it holds up, then I'll be like, okay, well then I'm gonna you know, dive deeper. Uh, and I did, I did watch it and it did like exceed every expectation I had for it, which was awesome. Um, and it's a beautiful movie. I think the best thing about the movie, besides its animation and its wonderful, wonderful, like dreamlike, you know, uh, plot or um, characters, not plot yeah. threads, characters mm-hmm. are so, you know, wild, is its soundtrack. Its soundtrack, just like by the end of the movie, you just immediately want to rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, she, you know, 
uh, and also I watched the um, the dubbed version. I'm normally not a dubbed version kind of guy. I will always watch subbed. Mm-hmm. It's just a preference. I just normally fucking hate dubbed. Um, but Disney supervised the dub versions of the Studio Ghibli films, and they are fucking perfect. Like, yes. I started watching it, and it was just auto set to dubbed, and I thought this is weird. And I'm like, did they like outsource American actors to do their? I was like, that's that's that can't be. And I looked, and it was dubbed, and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, should I watch sub? And I was like, no, it's too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's too good. The voice acting is so good that I, I didn't mind watching it dubbed. So yeah, I watched it dubbed, and man, it was it's just a fucking masterpiece. I can't yeah. I can't describe if anybody. I'm sure there's nobody left that hasn't seen it, mm. uh, almost at least. Um, but if you haven't, please watch Spirited Away. Mm. It is such a. I wish I would have watched it as a kid. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. it was. I I did watch it as a kid yeah. a couple times at a babysitter's house, but I barely remembered it until I decided to get back into anime when I was like 13, 14. and mm. I rewatched that movie and I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yes. and it hits different, definitely, it does for sure. And that's a very special movie to Natalie and I because it was the first uh, anime movie we watched together. Oh, oh nice. and my first viewing of it too because oh. Natalie was super into it and. Oh. Um, when she was telling me about it, I was like, I, I've been meaning to watch this for years. Like, as a kid, I wanted to watch it, but my grandparents thought it was too scary. And they were the ones that let me watch Jaws at that oh, same yeah. age. You know, so I don't yeah. understand that. <laughs> um, but got to watch it with Natalie for the first time. And, oh, man, that's it's so goddamn good. I, yeah. It's it, magical yes. is how I can describe it. It's like a Wonderland, <clears throat> not like yeah. Alice in Wonderland. That's yeah. my favorite version of the Alice in Wonderland like variant yeah. is Spirited mm-hmm. Away. Like truly, yes. I think it's a better world than, than yeah. that. And more a well-rounded. Much, a much more timeless story, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like Spirited Away has like just this forever appeal to yeah. it. Right. You know? I'm surprised it has not been remade or something. Mm. I feel like... I don't that, want it to be. I don't either. I don't either when... But... Miyazaki dies, I feel like maybe another animator might take another venture into this world. Right. I don't know. And maybe with his blessing. Yeah. I could see that being a cool thing. Spirited Away is definitely maybe the first anime movie I ever saw. And I distinctly remember like the uh, the parents transforming into pigs, like mm-hmm. being so scared of that as a kid. <laughs> that like, was what, that the one thing out. I remember. That and then there was for some reason where he has the ball in his hand and he blows yeah. it and it turns into crystals. I remember that from a kid. But that's it, literally all I remember. I, I just I love how that whole scene's just a metaphor for capitalism. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they yeah. stuck that into a kid's movie and I was like, okay. Drag okay, here we go. that system of economics. Drag it. Drag it. <laughs> but yeah, that's my first... Uh, I don't really yeah. have an honorable mention, I don't think. Um, nah. um Maybe... Yeah, no, I can't think of anything like right now off the top of my head, so you go. Yeah, that's okay, that's you okay. go, man. Um, so I'm going to continue this tradition of anime movies that we're talking about right now. I was really tempted to pick Perfect Blue... Which I still think is like a perfect movie and amazing. Um, Satoshi Kon was one of the greatest animators while he was alive, and unfortunately, he died much too soon mm-hmm. in his life. But um, he, with Perfect Blue, he just creates this like perfect thriller with like amazing visuals. And later on, he'd make Paprika, which a lot of people point out Inception takes a lot of inspiration from, and is just also like so visually stunning and imaginative like those are very dream visual movies too but i gotta go with like one of my favorite movies just in general 
just end of Evangelion, which mm-hmm. if, if you are a fan of the series Neon Genesis Evangelion, this is basically the second ending that was devised for that series. The first ending, the fans didn't like so much. And so this movie was made as a response in part to real life fan criticism and also due to the budget restraints that held the original ending back. They mm-hmm. were they were going like full out. And it's incredible. It's like one of the most emotional pieces of art ever. And it's about teenagers who get into robots to fight aliens. But <laughs> it, it's so much better than that. Like Hidakiano, like famously throughout making Neon Genesis Evangelion, he struggled with depression. And a lot of what's in that show is just, you know, a man, a broken man, like putting his heart and soul into his work. And it's incredible. Like, the 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 way that series transforms in the movie is just a very satisfying conclusion to it and also super bleak but also really hopeful i don't know how to describe it but oh man it's amazing nge supremacy for life yes uh and cowboy bebop too but i couldn't get into that today (laughs) (laughs) well this is an honorable mention because it's it's the only anime uh movie that i have on my list but it's an honorable mention because uh, I would say your name, but I didn't want to repeat that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. your name is great, by the way, too. I didn't, I didn't gush on it, but yes. fucking loved yeah. it. Thank you for recommending it. Oh yes, of course. Casey and I, and uh, hopefully Luke will join in on us. Need to watch it together. Yes, because mm. I want to get you. Don't say first. Goblin's name. Don't give. Him, <laughs> don't give him that. <laughs> we just named the goblin in the corner of the room. <laughs> you know they say in the ritual you have to name the goblin, and then. <laughs> Put him in the put him in the circle, and then that will banish him. Say the goblin's name in the circle. He goes away. Oh my goodness! <laughs> First so ever mind over movies uh, creature Wikipedia. <laughs> well, anyway, the the movie that I had on my list That's is um, a silent voice. Oh, uh, I've heard it? great yes. things about okay, it. I haven't I, seen it. I fully recommend to watch it. Um, but it's basically about um. This guy who bullied a, a deaf girl um, in elementary, mm. and he grows up and goes into high school, and she's going to the same high school as him, and um, it's just basically him dealing with what he did in elementary, and like, you know, his anxiety with that, and like it, you know, it's it's a really beautiful um, way to explain like anxiety and, and any kind of like mental health mm-hmm. um into media and it's really it's really interesting um yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah nice that pause was immaculate i'm wow. so yes. sorry um definitely yeah. a solid movie that y'all need to watch too which we still check out Oh, okay. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot since y'all both have that. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. But, um, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I yes. thought... I didn't know what was... I, I just talked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had, like, a mental breakdown. Why did I say anything? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm just going to segue into, like, one of my top three. Because yeah. um, none of them are anime, and I just wanted to go ahead and say the silent voice since we were talking oh, about Oh, gotcha, anime. gotcha. But um, we're going to start off by saying the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, okay. Um, It's so recent, but, like, I loved every second of it. it. It's so stylized. 
and funny. Like, one of the funniest movies I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuinely. Um, uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, need, I still need to watch it. I've, <laughs> I was, I've only heard praise, though, for right. real. Mm-hmm. I was on pain meds when I watched it, so I fell asleep <laughs> for a great portion of it, but I liked what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it much. <laughs> it's definitely worth rewatching for real. It yeah. has so many pop culture references. Okay. Yeah, it Sorry makes me plus. worried that the uh, humor may not surpass the test of time, but as it stands now, fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we love movies for for a particular age that mm. don't age well, you know, like mm-hmm. that's what's so endearing about some like eighties movies, right. like they're so dated. But yeah, you know, it's okay if a movie dates. We think it's cool now. Yeah. That's all that oh, matters. Yeah. And there's always going to be that resurgence and where that kind of humor is popular. Eventually, all culture is dated, and yeah. people go, "What the fuck did they even like? Like Egyptians? <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you why they thought all that wall art was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Their language, <laughs> hieroglyphics. Let's just say hieroglyphics kind of overrated. Oh my god, <laughs> is that a hot take? I don't know. <laughs> Egyptian language, dumb. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Um, um, what's uh, what's uh, up next for you? Oh yes, gotta go to my sequel or my number two. Sequel two. Um, Your name two's already out. Oh man, <laughs> and it's a fucking masterpiece as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, gosh, this is gonna be difficult. Um, I think the next one I'm gonna talk about is. Uh, how to Train Your Dragon. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. You look like Hiccup. So. <laughs> <laughs> do I really well, look like Hiccup? Yeah, Actually, I kind of do. do. Is it yeah. just because I have long hair? Well, the Hiccup yeah. in no, the number face. three. Number three oh, especially, yeah. yeah. You get yeah, beer yeah, Hiccup right. in the studio. Oh, man. Well, shit. Maybe I do look like Hiccup. It's bias. <laughs> it <laughs> um, looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stole my style, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um... But no, for real. Um, man, I remember watching How to Train Your Dragon in theaters. And, yeah. um, Same. When I, rem- I remember going into it being like, oh, this is just going to be another DreamWorks movie. It's going to be goofy. going to be kind of stupid. Yeah. Wasn't expecting much from it because I literally was going in blind. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, I was treated for some of the best music, some of the best 3D animation, and overall just such a heartwarming story mm-hmm. oh my gosh i i love the how to train your dragon trilogy as a whole because mm-hmm. i remember going to see that uh, the third movie with y'all in theaters yeah i remember that um that was a lot of fun it but was the first movie has such a special place in my heart especially mm-hmm. after it literally uh literally stunned me and completely changed my view on animation for a majority yeah. of my life I, I also, it's weird. It's it's not one of like my favorites, but it's definitely up there. Um, but I specifically remember seeing that movie in theaters mm. all that time ago. And it's so weird that I remember, like I remember the theater I was at. I remember the circumstances and everything. And I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just one of those movies that has an impact on you. Just, yeah. it's, just it's super right. fucking good. Yes. Super good. Absolutely. And um, although a lot of people like, the, I know a lot of people like <clears throat> the sequel more than the yeah. first movie. Um, and I definitely want to make it clear. I love the sequel too, but the first mm-hmm. one left so much more of an impact on me personally Yeah, and completely changed my worldview on how I viewed, uh, movies. Yeah. No, 100%. Wow. wow. That's your, that's your awakening. That's your third eye. Yeah. I, I, if I had to pick I an that. awakening, it was <laughs> definitely <laughs> Dragon. Dragon. Mine was her. <laughs> but, oh um, man. 
That was my movie awakening. There you go, baby. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. All right, Casey. What um, do we have next? Second one's gonna be Rango. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everybody. None of my <laughs> friends would see it coming, but I don't know if I've... Have we spoken about Rango on the podcast before? Not not too much. I think you've right. mentioned that it's a 10 out of 10 movie. Well, let, yeah, yeah, let me get it out of the gate right now. 10 out of 10, Rango is a fucking masterpiece. I remember seeing this in theaters as well and wondering, like, how the hell they did, like, most of the animation stuff. Just, it's a different type of animation, and it looks... I don't know if other people think this, but I think the animation of the movie looks so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I think it looks so pristine. Um, the characters are all amazing. Also, it's a Western. Like, Western's my favorite genre. That movie is a hardcore, classic-ass Western, brother. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, them fucking... That scene where they're on the fucking bats with the Gatling guns mm-hmm. and shit. Like, just the movie's super imaginative. And also, you know, under all that, it's got, like, a super important message about self-identity. And it's a Western. I mean, come on. If you don't like Rango, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking... Yeah, yeah. I love Rango. Like, that left such an impression on me as a child. Um, yeah, it's one of... it's You know, it, yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. my top three animated movies of all time. Dang. I watch it. I will watch that movie endlessly. I think it's so... I actually... I'm due for a rewatching. It's been, it's been a minute since I watched it. Um... Yeah. And I think y'all hadn't seen it or something before. You watched it at my house. I hadn't, I hadn't watched it before, but yeah, well, I, I watched it for the first time in a large group. I remember. Yeah. yeah. What do What do y'all think about it? I, I really liked, liked it. I love it. Yeah. Um. Well. <laughs> well. He says well. I, I was think I had something in my brain, and it was just like whew, and it was gone. It, it was lost. Um, but yeah, Ring, I remember watching Ringo. I watched it with you when it was your first yeah, time, yeah. Isaac. And I think that may have been was that your at your house? Yeah, yeah that was that, at that house. Okay, so yeah, that was the last time we watched Rango. Mm-hmm. And before then, uh, the last time I saw it was when it came out in theaters. Mm. And I remember loving it in theaters, and then getting a whole new appreciation for it mm-hmm. when we watched it at your yeah. friends. Um, yeah, it's a great it's it's a great um, something. It's a great movie to revisit if you haven't seen it since you were a child. Right. Yes, but yeah. Because it'll shock you. Definitely oh, yeah. my favorite yeah. Western of all time, honestly. <laughs> Rango. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Um, well, I I kind of have another honorable mention. Like yeah. I, I kind of, I love too many animated movies. That's okay. Um, I love uh, the work of Brad Bird. Like his uh, Pixar yes. movies are probably the best ones. Like mm-hmm. Incredibles and Ratatouille, mm-hmm. I think, are just great. Um, but I think in terms of his movies, i got to say The Iron Giant is Ooh, one yeah. that I almost like had in my top three. It's just a really wonderful story. Like, yeah. It, Timeless. Uh, underrated on release, you know, like mm-hmm. box office disappointment got really fucked over by the studio, but you can tell that's a movie where studio execs weren't standing over their shoulders the whole time. Cause it's wonderfully imaginative and original and just so funny and charming, but I gotta give my next slot to Coraline. Mm-hmm. I love yes. Coraline so Amazing. fucking much. I love the, the art form of stop motion it's just such a fucking time consuming craft like mm. the yes. fact that people take the time to make feature length stop motion shit is incredible yeah um and Leica studios is one of the best at it i also love ardman the the people who made chicken run and wallace and grummet but yes um just a wonderful story i love that like 
Alice in Wonderland world kind of charm again, you know, mm-hmm. with yeah. it. Um, and just amazing visuals and I, the right amount of scary for kids. Yes. Like, you know, it keeps them hooked and shows them some stuff that they might be uncomfortable with, but they learn some good shit out of it and, mm-hmm. probably, you know, steal them. Yeah, I haven't seen Coraline since I watched it in theaters. Really? Wow. So I, I need, need to rewatch it. Um, because, like, speaking of stop motion from the same studio, I loved Kubo and the Two Strings. Yes! That Kubo's is great. a solid fucking adventure movie with so much heart, and it's gorgeous. It's so... It's so beautiful. One of yeah. the, probably my... One of, um, probably one of the most beautiful uh, stop motion movies, especially in recent memory. Coraline directly up there especially yeah. with its cinematography you know from what, what i remember paranorman doesn't get enough love either have you seen paranorman i have not studio? seen paranorman but yeah I need to. it's the middle child and it didn't get yeah. any of the acclaim of the other two but it's just as good really? i love paranorman so much okay it's, that's something i need to put on my watch list though. it's a loving tribute to like 80s horror and then also just like it's lovely I love mm. Paranorman. Yes. Natalie, what do, what do you got cooked up? Well, uh, one of my top three, my second one, is Prince of Egypt. Oh. So, the music, oh my fucking god. <laughs> it's like, it's cool. like drugs for my brain when yeah. I listen to it. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> drugs for my brain. But, like, it is literally, I mean, I'm not really a Christian anymore, but, like, it's oh. oh should I cut that out? No 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 no! No, it was good. Like, I thought that was like a oh. oh. No. I don't want you to say that. Oh no! <laughs> no, me neither, man. Me neither. Um, I just, I just, uh, I've, I've never heard it come up before. So right. on, on on podcast form, I'm, I'm not really Christian either. Hey, keep, hey, keep hey. Going. hey! But anyway, it's just like it's a good um like it's not only nostalgic for me, but it. completely lost my train of thought. It's I'm not so really nostalgic sorry. for you, but... It's, um... Yeah, I don't know. I lost it. Uh, <laughs> I'd say it's just a timeless movie because the story... Timeless. The story, I don't think you necessarily have to believe in the religion no. to enjoy no. the story of Prince of Egypt because oh, no. yeah. it's so spectacular. Absolutely. Yeah, and the animation is just yeah. so cool. I read somewhere that it took two years um, to animate the the splitting of the sea. Oh, well, really? I bet. Yes. Um, because it's all hand animated on paper, animation paper. So um, Whew, it's buddy. just insane. It was one of DreamWorks' last 2D movies, and that makes me really sad. Yeah. Because um, it was their first 2D movie, yeah. too. Yeah. That's like, ooh, off the gate with the failure at the mm-hmm. box office. <laughs> Which is so no, sad because it, it doesn't deserve it. It did pretty well, I think. Yeah. Or did it? It was, it was Road to El Dorado that I think tanked and Sinbad. Uh, and then they were like, fuck this. We yeah. Out. Oh, but I actually love Sinbad. I'm Sinbad sorry. I'm talking like... out of turn, but like <laughs> totally, totally an honorable mention too. Oh yeah. To- yeah. It's my, that's my honorable mention, Sinbad. Mm-hmm. Like, I I, lo- I know that movie's flawed, but holy fuck. Right. Yes. But yeah. But yeah, Prince of Egypt though. Yeah. I remember, I saw that, they showed it in uh, my... One of the um, when I was in elementary school, one of our classes, mm-hmm. they put it on because I guess they didn't have anything better to do. Right. Um, I remember I was like, "Bro, hell yeah!" yeah. And the yeah. soundtrack is fucking awesome. Oh man, Hans Zimmer, top of his mm-hmm. fucking right. game, top of his fucking game. I well, tell you, peak nineties. And yes. you know that, like, I just those movies, right? And that like period, yeah. In between the older animated movies and the three D movies. It's like that one tiny piece of time, like mm-hmm. 1998 to like 2004. Yes, I know exactly what you're um, talking about, yeah. 
and it's just like another one of those is like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. And it's 2D and it's uh, just, it's so good. That's one of my honorable mentions. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned that time period because the 98th of the early 2000s period is a really transformative time for Disney and animation in mm. general because people are trying to make up their minds if they want to go with 3D animation like Pixar's doing yeah. and stuff right. or if they want to stay 2D. And I think now we have a pretty good balance of like there is worth in both. Yeah. You know, um, but that period you know creative gears returning for 2d and 3d yeah. so the animated game in the late 90s early 2000s was at its like top form in my right. opinion for getting mm-hmm. like classics out yes, yes. so that's I, I find that super interesting yeah. um and yeah road uh or prince of egypt is a direct product of that right yeah so. absolutely um, definitely one of the movies that I was really wanting to talk about, but Natalie claimed it first. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fair. Yeah. It was brought up because it is a fantastic fucking movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh my god, it's it's gorgeous. Mwah. Well, what's your third one? Okay, so I had to go with a uh, different one because you ha- you you took Prince Thief. of Egypt for me. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay because this okay. movie's also really fucking good. I'm going to have to go with Mulan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, the first princess movie that I loved as a kid and definitely one of the awakenings in my life that, oh man, strong women, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's the best. I love her. Yes. I was, <laughs> I was three years old being like, fuck yeah, women. <laughs> Simping. Yeah. <laughs> For Maybe. Mulan. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But yes, um, my third movie, definitely have to go with Mulan. Right. Left a huge impression on me as a kid. Um, and still a solid fucking animated movie. Yeah. And, um... Fantastic soundtrack, that yes. one. Yes. Oh, man. I, I would, uh... It gave me a nickel every time I said that. I would have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, what, like, I mean, obviously the, the, the big choice is, like, um... You know, we'll make a man out of you, which is a fantastic song. But then, oh my God, I just love Leah Salonga, the 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 woman who sings for Mulan and Jasmine. Yes. She's just got mm. such a clear voice and reflection. I think oh. is the most beautiful, mm-hmm. um, like self reflection song put to screens, like in any musical ever. Mm. I love that song. That's just one of my favorite songs in general. Oh. I love. Goddamn, I'm just simping. <laughs> I love um. that. And on top of that, the animated sequence where she's going to her, like, ancestral, uh, like, temple area yeah. where they go and pray, and then, like, cuts her hair. Copyright. That's one of the best, like, uh, like endings to a first act ever. Yeah. It's such a beautiful fucking sequence. And, and, I haven't watched it since I was real little, so I really? can't really. You got to you got to get into that shit. Boy. I do. I do remember the soundtrack though. The I'm a, we'll make a man out of you. That song. Yeah. I do know that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do remember it when I was younger and it having a pretty big impression on me because I still remember scenes from it. You know, yeah. I just haven't watched it recently, but I need to, especially you know since I just did the live action one mm-hmm. and it disappointed. Yes. So I need to I need to watch the original. It was yeah, real, it was real weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, one last honorable mention okay. just to get it out of the way because yeah. it's my personal favorite mm-hmm. Disney princess movie. Because you know, as well, guys, you one. can like those. Of yeah. course, we all have one. I don't <laughs> yeah. care who you are. <laughs> I, I, if if you don't, then we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you later. Um, 
but Tangled is mm. my oh, Tangled. personal favorite mm. Disney princess movie. Mulan left more of an impact mm-hmm. and definitely still an amazing movie. But as far as Tangled is concerned, it's such a comfort movie for me yeah. that I literally wanted to watch it on my 21st birthday. <laughs> so I did I, I was like, I don't care that I can drink. I want to fucking watch Tangled. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's wonderful. Um, so for my number one pick, um, you already know what it is, baby. It's oh. Monsters, Inc. Mm. Yes. Monsters Incorporated, brother. <laughs> Man, this is this is getting the edge of copyright <laughs> material here. I can't help it. <laughs> Literally have to sing. <laughs> I have to. You has to. Um, it's the third mm. rule of the podcast. <laughs> the first two go best on set. We don't want to get into all that right now. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Um, I watched that. Oh God, probably when I it had just first came out mm. when I was younger, and then I just never stopped watching it yeah um such a fucking like incredible premise for a kids movie Mm -hmm. the thing that i love about early pixar is that they were so imaginative Mm -hmm. like just the just like i mean just think about this concept as like um somebody coming in and giving you a a, a pitch like right they're like okay they're monsters that go through doors to your closet to scare people and they get screams are the energy that they use to fuel their world like that is so fucking genius. And mm-hmm. when they when they did it, it, they just blew it. They just, you know, they, they fucking mm. hit it out of the park. Like, the characters fucking, you know, um, the voice actors they got for the monsters and even the animation was fucking amazing. You know, hair, animating hair in movies is something mm. that's, you know, a lot of the times hit or miss and it looks weird. But Sully's fur, I think, is yeah. just fucking so cool how they did that. Yeah. Um, and just the story is just, a, you know, it's a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I used to watch a movie every night before I went to sleep. I've got almost every scene like memorized. Um, you just can't take that away from me. That's one of my, that's like that and the dark night are tied for my favorite mm-hmm. movie of all time. Wow. Oh, man. I oh, so wow. Monsters Inc. Yeah, yeah. Special place in my heart. I think it's a masterpiece. Um, I didn't like Monsters University as much, yeah, obviously. It didn't seem all that great. It didn't seem all that great, but, um. You know, I don't know. Monsters, Inc. is just... I think yeah. it's one of the best Pixar films ever made. Mm. Like, at least yeah. in the top three. I, I think it... Pete Docter is my go-to Pixar director. Yes. Right. Always good. I, yeah. And I, that's something, too, that is... Oh, man. I, I, I love Monsters, Inc. Is too. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely was going to be a honorable mention, but I knew yeah. you would say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's my favorite of all time. Mm. That's the... First movie I ever remember being in the theater. Me too. Seeing. Really? Yes. First one ever. My first one I ever remember being in was Finding Nemo, actually. Really? Me too. Yeah. Me okay. too? Yeah. yeah. I was wow. like, two and two. Hey, <laughs> we got the teams. Now we got to fight. <laughs> fight to the death. <laughs> God. Uh, um, man, Monsters, Inc. is a tough act to follow. Uh, I, I do want to mention this movie uh, one more time. Mulan. Uh, this was a real <laughs> struggle for me to pick like my favorite like Disney movie. Mulan is very special to me uh, because my brother um, watches it all of the time. He's he's severely autistic, and this is like something that he quotes from all the time. He'll people will be like, "How are you?" and he'll be like, "I am the great stone dragon." <laughs> you know, like oh. all of this stuff like holds like a sentimental like place in my heart. Um, but I think I gotta go with the movie that. I can just like turn on by myself at any given moment and watch all the way through and love it again. 
I love The Lion King. Mm. Yeah. I think that yeah. is my favorite Disney movie. Like, obviously, maybe the best opening to any movie ever. Oh, yeah. With Circle of Life. And then, oh, on top of that, the rest of the soundtrack, yeah, by Elton John and Tim Rice is fantastic, amazing. I mean, some of the songs, I don't even love all that much listening to these days, but I love them because they're in the movie. Like, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah. Ugh, kind of a hokey song, and that yeah. sequence is kind of weird, but... I love it because it's in The Lion King. It's yeah. like, you belong here. You you were yeah. always made in that material. Right. Um, I think one of the great things about The Lion King is the performances by people mm. in it. Uh, Jeremy Irons is fucking killing it as Scar. That's mm, yeah. a, that's yes. my favorite Disney villain for that yeah. reason is his voice. And then, of course, you have the like incomparable James Earl Jones. Oh, Mufasa, God. And Woo! it's amazing. He's like Simba. No one can do it, but yeah, him. nobody can do it. He's amazing. Simba, Simba, Simba. Um, it's just like beautiful animation and wonderful score. I, it baffles me that anyone ever saw this movie and was like, "Let's remake it." Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. beyond comprehension for me because it's already perfect as it is. Yeah, mm. and literally remake it, but just in CGI. They yeah, don't change anything stupid. about it. You okay? Literally. Here's my fun production fact. Do you know the Wildebeest sequence? Like where Mufasa, you know, <laughs> you know it kind of fucking dies. Hey, no, Daisy. <laughs> there are four rules to the podcast. <laughs> we have added the fourth rule, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't get into that, that first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. None of that drama of that variety. You know the one. <laughs> you know the one. And this entire episode, we've been breaking. I'm losing it. Oh my! My face is so red. Oh my! The wildebeest sequence. Yes. Took two or three years to animate, which wow. is insane. The original? Yeah, because it was one of the first uses of computer animation wow. in a two D oh, animated wow. movie. And yeah, so they just had like three guys work on that for two years and everyone else did the rest of the movie imagine being those guys Ooh. oh man imagine yeah. just yeah just sitting there being like i'm gonna lose my job uh, yeah. <laughs> and also my other favorite fun fact about this movie is that it was not the one disney was betting on this was their plan b movie oh their one that they were hoping was going to be really successful and they put all their main crew and their main budget into was pocahontas they oh. really thought that yeah. was going to be the hit and they diverted their main resources toward it, towards it. So Lion King had a lot more freedom and creative control. And a lot of people theorize that's why it's so much better than a lot of the other yeah. Disney movies in the era. Is it's the one that the people working on it, you know, got a lot more mm. to do with. Yeah. Like, and they got to take it to places that they got to do didn't want to do. William Shakespeare. They mm. did Hamlet in lion form. Yeah. It's incredible. True. 30 animators on the Lion King just for the just for the the wildebeest sequence they had 30 dudes working on that for for years thank you goblin thank you thank you goblin (laughs) goblin we do not speak well of you or very much of you but this time it is allowed no little praise okay Rules, Sorry, <laughs> we're breaking rules again. Sorry, we don't want to talk about Nat- Natalie. What is what's yours? Okay, well, this my is... all-time favorite is Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Really, it you're is. a horse girl. Uh, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but 
bringing up my shameful past here. <laughs> Not like I used to think I was a horse. <laughs> okay, no. But for real, I used to watch this movie every single day. I mean, I, I remember watching it a lot, too. Yeah. In school yeah. and stuff. I would watch it every single day from the span of being, like, three until mm-hmm. I was, like, seven oh. or eight. Like, every single day. Wow. Without beat. Um, and it's just, it's so good. It's, like, the music, first of all, if we've been talking yeah. about a lot of music here, but Brian Adams and Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, my Hans God. Zimmer. <laughs> Hans Zimmer and animation. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's oh. just the most, I cry every yes. time I listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. And, um, but, like, Brian Adams kills it. And it's mm-hmm. like, get off of my back, get into my gate. It's so yes. good. It's so good. <laughs> Copyright. So uh, the soundtrack of I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Matt Damon's the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Voiceover, voiceover, it's tasteful. No, no, no. no. Spirit doesn't speak. It's, oh, it's, it's like, the voiceover, okay. It's like, yeah, narration almost. Okay. Um, See, and it's, I, okay. Yeah, the narrator is talking as if he is the horse. Like, and then it's Matt Damon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon, Damon doing that shit for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Something I really like. Motherfucker. <laughs> they. Y'all, I am trying to listen to Natalie's insightful conversation about spirit. Natalie, please take back the floor. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite things about that movie is that it doesn't make the cowboy the good guy. Yes. True. Bad and boy. So much the because of The good that. guys are the natives. Yeah. There we go. And just the parallels, there we go. The parallels between him and Little Creek is just it's like the entire theme of the movie yeah and uh they respect each other um as differences like brothers but different you know yeah um it's just so good so good yeah (laughs) and it was uh spirit was animated by james baxter uh and he animates on a lot of really great movies like hunchback and notre dame and el dorado and uh, oh shit uh what was the other one um prince of egypt like things we've talked about today Yep. Um, so good. Yes. Um, James Baxter is such a fantastic fucking animator, and he's still, like, kicking around today. He did stuff on How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And, like, he's so, he's so goddamn talented. And also, you, um, have, have any of you guys seen Adventure Time? Uh, I'm, like, on season four. I've never seen okay. it. Okay. I just watch it here and then. Okay, like cool. It. Um, there's a whole bit in that movie, the horse, James Baxter, that's also animated by him. Mm. Yes, if you've seen if you've seen the James Baxter, have you ever seen, have you seen that? I don't think I've seen that. You don't think I've seen that? Okay, well, there's there's the whole bit. For <laughs> wow, <Thank laughs> there, you. that's the whole the future, bit. That's really gonna yes. pay off. <laughs> yes, and also there's the joke. If if it spins and makes you cry, it's animated by James Baxter. Yeah, basically. Because uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Oh man, interesting. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever like learned the names of American animators that I enjoy in two D, which is weird because I know three D animators like John Lasseter, mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. like you know anime animators like Hayao Miyazaki and Satoshi Kon, but like. I guess 2D animators don't get talked about all that much. Like, their names don't get thrown around as much as yeah. they, they should be, probably. 
Yeah. Well, it's hard to it's hard to get into the auteur theory here, but the you know it's easy to to place one name to like a live action movie, right? Like a director, but animated movies, you just know that there was more than one person actually animating the movies, and right. to be a director of an animated project. Complains, it means a completely different thing than to be a director of live action. Right. So it's harder for people to associate names with movies. Mm-hmm. That's why John Lasseter is such a fucking, you know, outlier. Right. Because, um, I mean, he basically pioneered. I read a whole book on John Lasseter um, for a Disney course. And so I can tell you all about John Lasseter, but I can't tell you shit about anybody else, you <laughs> know? Yeah. So it's just harder for the auteur theory dude to work in animation. That's really what I'm saying. Okay. But yeah. Those are some solid picks, guys. Yes. I don't know. It's a gauntlet to get an honorable mention. My oh, what's God. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, guys. All right, Let's hear him out. Let's hear the goblin out. Tarzan. Tarzan. It's what he said. Okay, yeah, Tarzan. Tarzan's great. The soundtrack. The soundtrack alone. That's, that, yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, goblin can have that. <laughs> we may allow it this once. <laughs> no, I do like to, I remember watching Tarzan a lot. Yes. Tarzan's great. I haven't great. seen it as much, so I don't know much about it. I definitely yeah, need so. to rewatch it's, it. It's really good, but guys, can we have a conference real yes. quick? Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, we're talking to the Goblin a lot, and also, I'm starting to get worried. Why are you guys going to start bringing that goddamn MTV drama? <laughs> do not bring that. Number one rule of the podcast. <laughs> what was our podcast founded on, Casey? Tell me. No, tell me the rules. No MTV drama. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no spoilers. Um, and no talking to the goblin. You know, while, while I'm thinking about it, though, I rewatched Cars the other day. Oh, and, oh uh, no. Uh, but something we were talking about is Cars stole the premise from Spirit. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, my God. So, oh, so like... Lightning McQueen and Spirit are all like thrown into a wacky situation. They're in the like, Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wacky. <laughs> There's the horse that goes kajiga, kajiga. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, he gets thrown into this like world he had no clue existed, and then you know the. They try to save him, but they can't, and um, he, they like, all the protagonist die. ends up falling in love with where they're at, and they, they're they torn between the two. Uh, it's just, it's the same thing. It's the yeah. same thing. Except well, with well, cars. Well, here's the thing. Spirit was DreamWorks, right? Right. Yeah. DreamWorks and Disney, you know, they yeah. were boom, boom, clashing heads, Jeffrey Katzenberg, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, that's probably why. They probably just stole that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're just stealing from each other. <laughs> Even though, like, apparently, okay, so here's the weird thing. John Lasseter, his most personal movie, the last one, or the ones, last ones he directed were the Cars franchise. And that was the one that was most personal to him because him and his father used to work on Cars together. Right. So, he's like, I'm going to apply this to an animated movie. Ended up being the worst fucking one. Yeah. So it's like, how does that translate? You know, right. he puts his heart and soul to this project, and nobody fucking cars is nothing to write home about. Yeah. Hey, uh, it turns out if you, if you like intended, sexually yeah. harassing your female coworkers, maybe yeah. you're not all yeah. that you're interesting. Not all that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's Just a kidding, that didn't happen. His career ended in 2006. It's fine. Yeah, there it's never, fine. He <laughs> never did anything <laughs> he wrong. He never did anything <laughs> wrong. Um, you know, it's crazy that he died. He is gone now. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Did. He died he in an left. unfortunate car accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ironic, really. Ironic, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, 
guys, we we've uh, we've recorded for a really long time. Actually, I think this is our our first like uh, full on feature length uh, episode of Mind Over Movies, which is fantastic. Because I mean, if there was a way we were going to do it, had to be with uh, with the cold cast or special guests. Back, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you guys, Jacob and Natalie. Do you guys have anything you want to like plug or? anything you want to mention projects yeah. going on yeah um well uh biggest thing is crimes of good intentions yeah it's it's coming yeah that's <laughs> grilled on Sorry. every week every every day it's yeah. coming one, it's coming I promise promise one, one day it's coming <laughs> uh, um but are you we're on brown table the youtube yeah. channel brown table oh yes yeah. brown table's um, fucking awesome yes great love channel. their content yeah. mm. stan marusio yeah. he's a fucking yes kid. also on brown table we're in an anime we're voicing in it uh it's called yes. interstellar ranger commits there's two trailers out it's on the brown table channel go watch it yes yeah just want to awesome. say i would love to do an interview episode with you guys specifically talking about that because like yeah. that's oh, yes. gotta be crazy making animated content that's just yes. incredible yeah I, I i also too i um think it'd be really cool to ask you guys about because i don't know i don't know jack shit about voice yeah. acting mm. yeah yeah so yeah we're we're definitely new to it too but um we're very excited for uh irc to come out because i've always wanted to play a villain role mm. and yeah. i get to do it in probably the best uh form that i personally enjoy yeah in an animation voiceover way Hmm. Um, awesome yeah. so i'm very very excited about my that. character is the the big titty tech girl who likes nice. to blow shit up <laughs> <laughs> big titty tech girl love we, it we, we stand jazz olsen oh and to, to clarify is it Ol- no wait owens owens, owens. Oh, owens. Oh, no. that. fake fan i know the lore hey yeah, know the fake lore. fan of a show that's not out <laughs> yet what um, your character's like batman <laughs> yeah i just want to mention that the name of the show that jacob and natalie are going to be in is interstellar ranger commence uh that's what irc stands for it's coming out in uh april 2022 uh-huh. yes oh, we don't have to yeah. wait much longer no yeah. not too much because i remember last year when you were this talking about it. we've been by. on this project for like you know two or three years right yeah almost um, three years like yeah. around christmas is will be three yeah wow. we we this <laughs> it's really funny um Back when, uh, before Natalie and I were married, we actually, uh, uh, we actually auditioned to be in the show, got casted in it, and then the night that Natalie found out that she was casted in it, mm-hmm. I proposed to her. Oh. Wow. Yeah, weird coincidence there. Yep. Uh. <laughs> IRC is a major, have been a, has been a major part of our lives, and now we're sitting here married and really excited that the show is on the horizon. Oh, so we're also kind what of a... helping with, like, like concepts in season two. There you go. Yeah, so you're awesome. you're in the writers' room. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, just a little kinda, bit. Kind of, kind of. We're <laughs> okay. just yeah. who's who writes it all? Is it Mauricio, Mauricio. that writes it all? Oh, yeah. Mauricio. Yeah, we've been critiquing that's a little crazy. bit. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. offering yeah. ideas. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. that's great that you guys are. I mean, just out there making stuff. Like truly, I I, I love that you are content creating and just going for it. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that and uh, episode two of Couple Reacts, where we react to react to the masterpiece Shrek Two. Fuck yeah, um, that's coming. Yeah. That's coming very soon, probably around the same time this podcast episode airs. Um, okay. And so stay stay uh, vigilant for that. Yeah, of course. That's and about it. That's about it. Follow follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah, plug your Twitter real quick. Uh, at Jacob Kolb, J A C O B K O L B. VA um, on Twitter. Hmm. And uh, Oh, I'm Natalie, Natalie Cole, yeah. VA. Uh, yeah, same okay, thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and you can you can find uh, their Twitters and ours, Mind Over Movies too, because mm-hmm. uh, we couldn't get the first one. <laughs> we couldn't get Mind Over Movies one, but whatever. And, and and thank you. Well, I've I've been Isaac, and I've been Casey. I've been Jacob, and I've been Natalie. And anyway, here's what the cold cast would sound like if a meteor was about to strike the world and kill everyone that they knew and loved uh, dearly. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh god. Well, it's been nice talking about movies with y'all. It's nice to know I'll die in room with my friends. <laughs> Very good. I'm gonna call <laughs> my mom. You're gonna call mom. your mom? Yeah. I'm, I'm, just gonna, gonna, I'm gonna sit here and uh...